live from your ESG toothbrush holder. It's a Business Pants Friday show here at the March 9th? No, March 10th studios. How do I get that wrong? Featuring Ari the Data Queen. Woohoo! Jesse the Money Whisperer. And BS man Matt Muscardi, who was not technically here with us, but has he's remote. So where is he? Is it a conference? Is he sent in his tape. He's turned into an NFT. <laughs> he's On today's weekly wrap up, Walgreens sucks. Yep. Florida sucks. Wow. The, Portu- the Portuguese really? government doesn't suck. They're the only ones not sucking right now. And that's all I have. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeez, Ari, we, we need you to come in. <laughs> we need you to come in strong for this one. Yeah, you gotta cheer us up today, Ari. All I right, you ready? You. Yeah. Let's get to it. Story of the week: Walgreens won't sell abortion pills. Even in states where abortion is technically still illegal, this is not across the entire country. This is in 20 some odd states, in the Republican states, the red states, let's be clear. Boo. Is this the only drug they're refusing to sell now? It's a great question, actually. I don't know. I mean, Maybe are there they is gonna, a list. Are they going to cut cold medicine next? Eventually, right? Because let, let God take care of your cold. Yeah, allergy meds, that's not excellent. If you have allergies, that's not excellent. You don't yeah, get your allergy meds. Uh, Governor Newsom of California has already responded saying that we are done ending a $54 million contract with Walgreens. Doesn't Walgreens have a female CEO? What the heck is going on? So we covered this extensively on Monday. It's actually a a fascinating situation a fascinating to me only i i looked at our i data. know that's why i pro- i, I, I knew you like this that's why i prompted it <laughs> well this this actually proves to me that our data board saver metrics which is for sale and will soon be available on some kind of public platform this proves to me that it is effective i looked at our data and the data told me that this the ceo is Roz brewer and the data that I was looking at told me that there was a majority female influence on the board of Walgreens. And I I just couldn't believe it. I, Everything my life has led up to at this point told me that it can't be possible that uh, the majority of influence on this board is women and they made this terrible decision. So I kept staring at it because I just didn't believe it. And then I started to dig into it. And I noticed, and Ari helped me out with this, we, we noticed an error, a data error from one of our data vendors. And as it turns out, I was right. My spidey sense was accurate. The, uh, we fixed the error. It was an error about the shareholdings of the chair, Stefano Pacino. And as it turns out, he controls the influence on this board by a wide margin, one Italian man controls the influence at Walgreens. He is Walgreens. And he is he Walgreens. is refusing to sell this pill. And beyond that, he has so much power that he there's a very strange situation at Walgreens where he's actually married to the COO. I've never seen that before. I can't believe HR allowed that. Right? 
So he has an unusual amount of influence at this company. And I, I'm glad that I didn't just take the data at face value. And I'm glad that my intuition about male versus female leadership is accurate. Because this, this told me something. Anyway, that's what our data showed us is that there is a man, an Italian man in charge of Walgreens. Um, I don't so think the story, story was, was big enough this week. And, to be women's, and women's bodies, I guess, too, to boot in those 20 states. I agree with you, Ari. The The outrage around this issue is not nearly large enough, just like the outrage uh, around another issue in one of my stories of the week about female leadership. Another point that I don't get why there's not more outrage about, but I'll get to that in a second. Also, we really broke this down on the newsletter. So if you're interested, <laughs> yeah. you got to sign up yeah. because we're, I agree. we're breaking down the data in some really cool ways. For once, I'll agree with you, Jesse, because nobody else has picked up on this side note of this story they either just talk about walgreens as this nameless entity or they refer to bras brewer as making the decision but i think we're proving here it's a little bit more complicated than that for sure number two story of the week uh this is another nerdy one in our kind of wheelhouse boeing ceo dave calhoun he missed his seven million dollar bonus completely missed it but, but still got a raise. This is the state of CEO pay in this country. He still got a raise. It's, again, remarkable. I, I It's just mind-blowing to me. I love CEO tears. Why did he miss the $7 million bonus? Do Matt you know reported on this metric? yesterday, They performed Jesse. terribly. Yeah, they missed the profit. They, Buck they, got a raise. They, they, missed, they missed profit, profit by target, like a right? billion. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he truly failed at his job. And this is the, I mean, profit, right? That's the one thing that most people can agree on. Seems important. Profit. Yeah. And he got a raise. Okay. Well, so they were like, we're taking your bonus away, but don't worry. But but what Matt reported on is that they're all interconnected. 100% of the board is connected. Mm -hmm. So Ugh. that's why they can't. Well, they can't punish their friends, like, of course. It's not all about Matt, Jesse. <laughs> Number three, points. story of the week. Uh, in honor of International Women's Day, we had full coverage uh, on Wednesday covering a, a whole assortment of data. But here are the things that stood out to me. Women are, this is, this is one of the headlines. Women are consistently overqualified for top management jobs, but they're still getting shut out. And there's reporting out of Moody's that this gender pay gap could cost the world economy $7 trillion. What, what does that mean? It means that that wealth disparity is not entering into the economy. Is that, is, is, okay. is that a simplified yeah, well, was, way of stating that? I wasn't sure what that $7 trillion was measuring, if it was measuring impact to companies because they're not getting these qualified people or if it was measuring compensation trickling down. Yeah, I, I imagine it's it's just, it's accumulated wealth. Okay. And the effect damn that has seven trillion economy. dollars is a lot. Now do we get people to care about it? I yeah, we I don't know. You think that angle? number seems like uh, it would be enough. That's seven percent of the total world economy uh, because of the gender pay gap. This is the one that gets me. I feel like I'm the only one in this ESG world that still is completely triggered by this. The latest data shows that women made up. 15% of all S&P 500 named executive officers. So this is the top five highest paid executives at a company, usually including CEO, CFO, COO. So only 15%. And this number 
has grown only six percentage points over a 10-year span. Wow. And even more disheartening, uh, only represents 6% of all CEOs, a number that's grown only two percentage points over that same 10 years. I don't get why this is something that more people aren't just completely triggered by. I find this absolutely nuts. Yeah. As we have proven here, the data would suggest, Ari, that women's presence on corporate boards has grown considerably over the last 10 years, I think up to around 30% now in the U.S. Just but, shy, their, yeah. but their executive leadership has not grown, and our data shows that. When you look at the amount of influence they have on these boards, it shows that it's, le it's lower than their actual body count, their actual presence on the board. Just bodies on board, boxes being checked. There's been studies about how beneficial it is right like we yes. just covered one about fraud fraud for every extra woman on the board fraud goes down what four percentage points yeah one of these articles mentioned uh, research from morningstar showing stronger long-term share price performance and lower risk among companies uh, in the uk that had greater than 50% female representation on boards and management teams. Ugh, does that make it doesn't so matter, much sense? Though. Does it that make matter. so much sense, though? Like, women aren't, like, we have the capacity to look longer term and not just look at what's mm -hmm. directly in front of us. Because they they have to. They've been sort of forced to by bio, oh yeah, by our culture. This is this enrages me. This should You're be right, Ari, though. It, it shouldn't matter. You're right, Ari. As Prime Minister Trudeau said very well in Canada when asked why half the cabinet was women he said it's what did he say it's like it's 2020 or i don't remember what year that was he's like it's 2018 i mean what are we talking about here yeah you're asking me why finally my fourth story of the week are just apologies there's some good apologies this week elon musk apologizes for mocking and firing a twitter executive with muscular dystrophy so this is even for Elon. This is this is yeah. sort of like a another level of ugly. Oh, was this on Twitter? He was mocking him on Twitter. Yeah. So there was an executive in Scandinavia, I believe, who who couldn't even figure out if he was laid off, and then Elon Musk started to make fun of him for not working and pretending that he was disabled, and it was just ugly. Ooh. It was just Ugh. nasty. Oh, even for Elon. Okay. Yeah, and it sounds like a bunch of lawyers told Elon that you, you should probably apologize for that. Like, even for you, this is ridiculously terrible. Gross. Wait, you guys, we got to mm -hmm. go over this apology because it's bad. Okay, go ahead. I would like to apologize to Hallie for my misunderstanding of his situation, Musk tweeted. It was based on things I was told that were untrue or in some cases true but not meaningful. So he's putting the what? blame entirely on other people that have given him false information, not on the fact that he, yeah. whatever information he was told, he is making fun of someone who is not able-bodied. What? That's not an apology. Elon's version of leadership is truly terrible. It's almost it's just simply not an apology. But also his his idea of leadership is that he's okay with the fame, he's okay with the money and the power, but he doesn't feel that he needs to act like a leader or or consult right his team, his his head of HR, whoever to actually right. care about this situation. He just doesn't he just simply doesn't care. I mean, I guess that's the takeaway here. Oof. Who else is apologizing? Volkswagen said they're sorry for child carjacking fiasco. And finally, 
the Norfolk Southern CEO, testified at Congress this week saying he's deeply sorry for the Ohio train derailment, but yet the reports are that he's not really giving any specifics how he's actually going to rectify the situation. He's just deeply sorry. He also skipped the second town hall meeting this week. (gasps) This guy. Was he afraid? Was he afraid for his... For his physical safety. Yeah, again. this time he, he didn't mention safety. I, I think the subtext there are is he doesn't really care. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm All right, so those are the four first. stories. I already have Matt's vote. We'll uh, read oh, it last. Oh. Don't tell okay. me. Okay, Don't go poison ahead. my yeah. brain with Matt's vote. Okay. I like, I'm I like go. that. I like the idea of you recognizing that Matt poisons your brain. <laughs> um. So, International Women's Day, obviously. You know, every, oh God, every headline was women washed. And if you put that in the context of Walgreens being like, we're not going to sell these abortion pills in these states, mm-hmm. even though abortion's legal here, right? Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. I think the story of the week is the fact that the Walgreens story is not bigger than it should be. Yeah, I like that. So I'm going to go with Walgreens. Okay, I like the Walgreens story as well because I wrote, I've written extensively about it now. Well, through Damien and his interest. But I got to go with women. I got to go with the fact that women made up 15% of named executive officers and that's just six percentage points increase in 10 years. That is unacceptable. Like. It's crazy. Matt's vote, he agrees with you, Jesse. So we're right, Ari. (laughs) And he has a prediction. He says that this is the last International Women's Day that anyone talks about the percentage of women in leadership positions because they all buy board saber metrics and realize women have no power. Yay! Do it. Do it. Buy it. thinking. I like it. Those two topics really are intertwined, are they not? Yes. Although it's ironic the irony of it is well, right that Walgreens is led by a woman. But then again, that our data proves that she doesn't have any influence. It's all. Yeah, it is intertwined because it's not just putting women into these named positions. Right. That's not mm-hmm. enough. Give we have power. to actually trust them to make decisions so yes you know we gotta have we have to give them the influence as well so not only that but just having you know a woman around doesn't really solve it right having one or two it's 2023 and as we've proven many many times women are actually more qualified than men for these positions so if anything we should be at least at 50 50 right that's the story of the week it's depressing depressing sorry the the non- triggered reactions to the stats coming out of international women's day all right uh what's next all right i think i'm up yeah you want to you want to take over good list of the week yeah are the data queen goodliest of the week here we go number one tap air portugal ceo fired by government over illegal severance pay huh okay i haven't followed this one (laughs) well during a press conference on monday Portuguese finance minister announced the news to both the CEO and the chairman of Tap Air, which is a state-owned airline, by the way. Okay. 
which is why the government could fire them, sure. were fired over an incident involving former board member Alexandra Reese and giving her half a million euros in severance pay when she resigned with two years left on her contract. Okay. Now, th- this is this is the ironic part of the story. Alexandra yeah. Reese, she joined Tap Air in 2017, and she's described the article as having an active involvement in the airline's restructuring, which including lay- which included laying off three thousand people wow. and cutting wages in an attempt to return Ugh. to profit. Now, with two years left of her contract, she was like, "Okay, three thousand people, you know, unemployed. We're gonna cut your wages, but I want—I don't want to work anymore. So I'm gonna ask for a 1.5 million euros in severance pay." She That's a- she so she resigned early before her contract was over and, and asked for a severance package. Wow, that yep. was quite what wow. a boy. That's a returning a profit for you. So uh, why? Does the article say why she only has to pay back a half a million out of that? She was only yeah. awarded half a million uh, after negotiations from 1.5. Oh, okay. She didn't get the 1.5. Okay. She didn't get the 1.5. She was awarded half a million euros. And now the government saw this, made is making her pay back the money mm-hmm. and fire the CEO and chair of Tab Air over wow. this. Which I think it's... Oh, and they're getting fired without getting severance pay they pointed cool. that out in the article which is Sweet. super cool and i don't think it happens very often so i got what do you think she what do you think she already used the half mail on Probably oh like yeah that money's gone kitchen. that sucks <laughs> some, italian, italian some hand hand painted kitchen tiles <laughs> i guess this is what happens when your prime minister antonio costa is a member of the socialist party i guess this is what Ooh. happens so this is uh, great. That's Another a good story, Ari. Thank you. Yep. What else you got? Now, we have Illinois Paid Leave for All Workers Act is poised to pass. Um, it, it did pass the, their government chambers, but now the governor has to sign. And it's going to give paid time off for nearly all workers in the state. This would take effect Jan 1st of this coming year. And... This law requires employers of any size to provide employees with a minimum of 40 hours of paid leave per year that can be used for any reason. Okay. That's the important thing here. It's just yeah. any reason. It doesn't have to be related already, to health care. I can't and, believe this is a victory. Like, I mean... The, right, and it's a victory cushy, because this is only the third state in the country that amazing. does that's this. Terrible. Wow. I, you know how cushy our lives are in these corporate jobs, these office jobs. It's to right. think that that the victory here is five. They're getting five flex days essentially. Like yep. we're all we're right. all accustomed to getting these benefits. Right. T- I mean, it's just oh, it's terrifying. It's, yeah. Try not to be depressed by this. So, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Um, in the article, they interviewed somebody in the service industry, for example. It was a waitress. And, you know, she said in the, in the past, yeah, she's been able to take the time off, you know, if her child was sick. But then she had to work a double the following day to make up for the lack of pay. Right. So mm. um, it will impact a lot of workers in her situation. Right. The service industry is huge. So. I was uh, glad for those Illinois workers. Yeah, uh, two things. The governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. Uh-huh. We actually, we've talked. Pritzker? Jesse, yeah, part his, of that his, family? Yeah, his sister Penny Pritzker came up yep. in one of the one of our Who the F is This yep. games. 
Yeah. Uh, they're they're heirs to the Hyatt Hotel fortune. But he had Jeez. some incredibly uh, stirring choice words against Walgreens uh, this oh. week. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's angling for a higher office than just governor. Or of maybe Illinois, he just cares. I mean, you could look at it that way. Cares. Isn't yeah, it frustrating though that we can't tell? <laughs> I think he it cares. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it like that. Matter. That's even that. That's even a debate. You. We're like. But is he actually nice? Does he actually care? Uh, the other thing I'm going to add here is that I see that one of those other states that offers paid leave is Maine. And and the reason why I bring it up, not because I live in Maine, but because <laughs> I, it comes from our uh, great uh, governor who is uh, a, a woman. Sweet. I'm just saying that. that. I'm just saying, like, look what happens. Janet yeah. Mills, look what happens. Thank yeah. you, Janet. All right. All right. And lastly, I picked this because, yeah, I'll just read the headline. Oh, I'm glad you picked this one. A yeah. GOP war on woke. Most Americans view the term as a positive. USA Today Ip, slash Ipsis, I don't know how to say it, mm-hmm. poll finds. Okay. So we talk, we discuss about the woke wars a lot, right? All these politicians doing all these things <laughs> against woke um investing for example right trying to make it illegal or sue people over it when in fact this poll shows that most americans don't actually view this term as a negative it says it found that 56 percent of americans say woke means being aware of social injustice not right. being overly politically correct well i, I don't nice. even know what that means anyway i don't even know what that means to be overly politically correct but like a like a pain in the butt, like a stickler for every yeah, be- single thing, right? It just generally means being aware, widening right, do, your awareness. But do you know why groups that are systematically picked on become annoying? Because it's a it's a tactic to like to claw back some rights. That, that's right. A, so right. get over it. <laughs> well, this poll um, found that. The 56% of Americans does not only include three-fourths of Democrats, but more importantly, it, it's also more than the third of Republicans. Wow. Well, I uh, find that surprising. Job, Republicans. Here's, the, here's the one thing that actually makes me feel good about America. I think there's only one thing left. Is that I do truly believe that when you get beyond the rhetoric of you know the Donald Trumps and the Ron DeSantis's, and if you actually let everybody vote in the country, because not a lot of people vote, I think by a wide majority, you would see that people do support these types of policies Are pro-choice would would not put people like let's not forget that Donald Trump lost uh, the vote to Hillary by three million votes and then lost to Biden by eight million votes. I just I don't think our country actually is reflective of these types of people, despite the world thinking that that's the case. So this does make me feel a little I'm glad you picked out this one. Aria. I like this one. So these are the three tap air seeing some consequences by the government, Illinois workers, glimpse of hope, and interesting poll from USA Today and Ipsos. Jesse, you want to go? I first? gotta go with the poll because I like Illinois, but it's just <laughs> yeah. poised to pass, and there's a whole year for this. Well, eight, for, ten months yeah. for this to go downward. So I'm going with the poll because that's sweet. Wait, which you're going with the poll? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're going the, for the woke. Poll. You're feeling you want to feel good about Americans today. I like yeah. I want to feel good about Americans and I want to feel good about Americans feeling good about ESG Americans. and wokeness because yeah. uh that's how we make money. 
That's convincing, actually. I was gonna go, I was gonna go directly to, to Tap Air Portugal. Hmm. I mean, that doesn't really affect us all that much. It's it, cool. You know, it's a cool precedent, but he's also a socialist, so. Yeah, uh, the reason why I'm gonna pick that is just because it's just gonna, it just sort of. Well, they're both they're both actually, uh, re- very relevant to our show. I don't know. I'm gonna pick that one because, uh, it's unusual to see this like right in our world right? like it's n- so unusual you just never see it's so a, satisfying a c- yeah right a ceo handing over a bullshit severance check to a friend is something that we ostensibly complain about constantly so it is it's just kind of refreshing to see someone being held responsible for this level of nonsense without severance pay <laughs> so that's my vote um matt comes in agreeing with me he says i love this story mostly because ari would love it if the tap air board member also had to reimburse the money they won't refund from the pandemic trip ari was supposed to take is that true ari yep matt has heard me on the phone with tap air countless times still past three years trying to claw my money back so tap air please if you're listening to this i'm you know Maybe that half mil that Alexander Reese has to return, I can get my $1,000 out well, of that. Well, <laughs> maybe you should say that again after they pick a new CEO, because I don't know who's listening to you right now. Have they named a new CEO? <laughs> uh, not that I saw in the article, no. Can you, uh, Ari, can you reuse the that money for other travel? I, there is no money. Oh. They never gave me money. No, but can you use it as a voucher to go so, to just go somewhere cool? I don't have a voucher. If they had given you me a nothing. voucher, I would have been really happy. I have. Oh, I see. Have nothing. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Move. Okay. Good leads of the week. A CEO actually fired for you know handing out money to a crony. Yeah, and for not giving me my money back. Moving on, assholiest of the week, Matt Muscardi. He has sent in his tape. What he's where is he? He's at a conference. Do we know? Are we going to plug the conference? Can anyone plug it? Does anyone know the actual name of it? He's speaking at Brown today. He's I know, but at can Brown. we go a little deeper than that? He's I don't at Brown know that there's University. a conference name. It's FS Icon ESG Data and Regulation Panel. Good. So if you live in the Providence area, get your butt over there. All right, everybody shut up because it's my turn for asshole of the week. All right, you got three options. First up, Stefano Pacina. Damien already covered this uh, earlier this week. He is the executive chair of Walgreens. Here are the headlines. Walgreens won't sell abortion pills in these states, even though abortion is legal there. Walgreens vows to sell abortion pills everywhere it legally can, vows. Walgreens mixed messaging on abortion pills landed it in the political crossfire, and its clarifications may not be enough to avoid a boycott. And we're done. California Governor Gavin Newsom ends $54 million Walgreens contract over abortion pill dispute. Walgreens looks like it's run by Roz Brewer and a powerful force of women including Janice Babiak from Ernst & Young, Ginger Graham from Amherst Pharma, Valerie Jarrett from the Obama Foundation, uh, Nancy Schlit, uh, Schlitting, Schlitting, I can't say that, from Henry Ford. But it's really run by Stefano Pessina, the executive chair who owns 67% of the firm's influence, given he owns 17% of the company's shares. And he's married to an executive 
at the company and he's been there for 300 years. So if you're angry about Walgreens abortion stance, send your angry letters to Stefano Pacina, not Roz Brewer. He's the white male billionaire who is likely behind the decision to cave to the conservative vagina hating American Taliban. Next, Florida again with Florida. Florida. This time for two reasons. First up is the legislative session. I can't listen. Covered this earlier this week, too. In no particular order, concealed carry without a permit or training. That's what they have up for uh, grabs. Defund education through school vouchers. Allow death sentences without unanimous juries. Lower legal standards for suing the media. Restrict abortion more than it already is. Ban gender studies entirely from public universities. Prohibit public universities from spending money of any kind on anything that, quote, espouses diversity, equity, and inclusion. Espouses. What if I want to diversify my portfolio? Does that espouse diversity in my portfolio? Banning entirely diversity and equity programs at public universities. That wouldn't be so surprising, um, except they unironically made discriminatory statements about race, sex, gender, identity, or sexual orientation, a category of free speech. So feel free to say the N-word, but do not use a pronoun that doesn't correspond to, quote, immutable biological traits, because that is banned. And also, they're going to extend Don't Say Gay to eighth grade. They're going to wait for you to hit puberty before you can't talk about your sexual orientation of any kind. And then the second reason Florida is in the news is this headline. DeSantis appointee to new Disney oversight board suggested tap water could turn people gay. That's right. When DeSantis revoked Disney's special status... The municipality is now run by a DeSantis-appointed oversight board, and he put on that board this guy, Ron Perry, an Orlando-based former pastor and CEO of a group called The Gathering, which is a Christian (laughs) ministry focused on outreach to men, a man-gathering, man-gathering. So that guy thinks tap water can turn you gay, amongst other conspiracy theories. There are over 100 large publicly traded companies in Florida, and you all need to get the fuck out of there. Because otherwise, you're just all complicit at this point. And third, last, Volkswagen. Damien covered last week in our Nuggets that Volkswagen uh, pregnant mom was run over trying to stop a car theft with a toddler inside. The car theft was her Volkswagen. And here's what uh, here's here's the the uh, nut shot. While searching for the stolen vehicle and endangered child, sheriff's detectives were able to call Volkswagen CarNet, which is their GPS tracker, in an attempt to track the vehicle. Now, remember, there's a two-year-old in this car kidnapped at this point. They're trying to track the vehicle. Officials said there was a delay, and Volkswagen CarNet would not track the vehicle with the child inside until they received payment to reactivate the tracking device in the stolen vehicle. Volkswagen was trying to bribe someone to find their kidnapped child. And the headline this week, VW says sorry for child carjacking fiasco makes safety service free. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry about your your kidnapped child that we wouldn't track. So there are your three options. You've got Stefano Pacina, Florida again and again, and Volkswagen. Vote away. Uh, He's got really good ones this week. He's got really good ones. Think about that. Think about that. Just think about that at Volkswagen. I just can't. I can't wrap my head around that one. I can't. I almost can't deal with that one. Like who made who who 
made that decision. They, I think they blamed it on a th- like a third party vendor that, you know, that the rules were very That's driven that, bureaucracy for you. That, that you had to pay off, blah, 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 blah. And I think that the third party didn't, you know, didn't override it, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's Maybe all Maybe they lost. couldn't override it. It's really difficult Terrible. for me to choose between that's that insane. and all of those well, awful Floridian this is one, shits. That's one of the things that scares me the most about like a capitalist society because that you have to that you have to pay for things like extra safety is always irritated me. I, I remember there was a service called OnStar on mm. GM cars, and again you had to pay uh, to, to, if you're in some kind of life threatening crash. OnStar would help you, but again you had to pay extra right. for this. Right. And and what worries me is that we're going to be at a point in the future where you have to pay for your fire department or you have to pay for the police to show up or maybe you get a better fire department if if you have more money or blah, blah, I blah. I mean, blah, I blah. often think about how insurance doesn't cover ambulance rides and at which point right. in my emergency <laughs> would I say, okay, should I save $1,500 and drive myself to the hospital or should I just call an ambulance? Oh. You know, well, you're lucky well you I don't have that thought anymore. But yeah. back when I was in college, I definitely thought that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are the three stories. Uh, I think Matt is actually better when he's not here, just sending in tapes. He's he's more Man, succinct these to are the just point. So I can't even pick one. Anyone want to? I, I will. Um, I'll vote if no one's ready. I'm going to okay. say. I, you know, the Florida thing is just such an utter disaster. Um, but, it's, you know, it's such a disaster. I, and I don't want you to say that it's just another Florida thing because. No, I can't I'm normalize it. Pick Florida out of the nation. Like, at yeah. what point can we just do that? I mean, I'm ready for it. I, I, you know, everyone's bored of hearing me say it up here, but I'm ready for New England. And can we just to do Texas succeed. while we're at it? Like, here's my point about Florida is that technically it's still part of some kind of democracy. So, you know, these policies are can be affected by the voter. Um, so I don't know how it really, I don't know how we cover it here at, at Business Pants. It's more it seems like more of a political issue. But uh, Matt's right. Uh, if you're a company maintaining any kind of headquarters in a state like Florida and you're not either speaking out or doing something or leaving, I don't understand you. And here's the other news I saw yesterday that is even more depressing is that Florida is the number one state where people are moving to. Oh, well, so maybe people, well, I did see a headline mm-hmm. that said it's one of the best to retire, which we obviously have known, but uh, like, uh, why, why would you want to be also, old in a hateful place like that? Why but I also not? know of people that have moved for political reasons out of Florida. Out of, okay. Which, well, which should happen. Right. But like, also, if they're all moving out, then they're not making change within the state. They're just like, well, this is a disaster. So I don't know. I can't blame them for moving. But it's also like we need some people to stay and then make true like vote in accordance. True. So that won't be my vote as much as I'm just like it's, it's soul crushing the amount of hate going on down there. Uh, but I'll I'll just stick to our the type of stuff we cover at our show at Business Pants and our company, Board Saber Metrics, et cetera. And say the asshole of the week is definitely Stefano Piscina. Uh, this, uh, not only to restrict the use of abortion pills in states where it's legal, but really anywhere. I mean, Walgreens just uh, to, to even just to play this political game. You're a you're a, you're a healthcare company. You you know you sell drugs to men and women. Like 
how how I don't know. I just that you would stop doing this before the police showed up and the Supreme Court and everyone like restrict putting handcuffs on you to stop selling them that they would preemptively do that to me is just uh, it's just it's it's horrifying i'm horrified by it honestly so that's my vote stefano Pacino. i agree oh well i'm also agreeing and i wish i had we could hear i mean was there even a discussion people within walgreens walgreens how are they not walking out over this yeah, it's a tough one, right? I, I think we, this is like a, a problem that a lot of us face in America, too, because we have sometimes we have so our choices are so limited, right? And where I live, I think it's really CVS or Walgreens. I don't right. know that I have another option. Right. So what so I'm already preparing. I, there's a Walgreens, you know, a walk away from me. That's where I get my um, my that's where I do my pharmacy nonsense. And I'm already going to I'm going to switch out. But what do I do if CVS joins this horror? Right. What then do I do? I don't even know. I mean, anyway. I mean, you can sweep. get, you. I mean, well, yeah, then you're like choosing whether you go to like Target or Walmart for your pharmacy, which isn't any oh, better. I forgot about that. That's true. This, there are super, I think our Hannaford yeah, has a pharmacy too, right? I'm about to cover Target in a little while. They're not much okay. better. Well, I guess we need more independent pharmacies is what Jesse's really trying to say. All right. Clean sweep. Asshole of the week. Uh, Stefano Piscina at Walgreens. Jesse. All right. Exhaustingest of the week. I have I have some good ones. So my first exhausting of exhaustingest of the week is kind of a follow up or a continuation of one of my headlines last week. If you recall, I enlightened all of us on how we were wiping ourselves with forever chemicals <laughs> oh, yes. in our toilet paper. Okay. Yeah. Well, we laughed about it. We had some fun with it. I gave a recommendation for cleaner toilet paper, but here's another headline. Mm-hmm. Dangerous forever chemicals were found in turf at the Philadelphia Phillies old stadium after six former players died of the same cancer investigation Ooh. finds. And so, they're, they're attributing it directly to that turf? So let me, I'll continue. Yeah. I'll ahead. continue. But we have to, we had some fun with this, but you have to realize that death is a serious and likely outcome of these chemicals. And oh they're so new. They're relatively new that like we're just now seeing studies of what they can do when they accumulate. And that's why, you know, we're, we should be taking this seriously. So it's in turf. Again, it's in nonstick pans, pots and pans that we're mm-hmm. using. It's in tons of um, beauty products and personal um, like creams and all of that stuff. So it's in everything. So anyways, the Philadelphia Inquirer wanted to investigate this after six players have died from the same cancer. So they bought pieces of AstroTurf, which they could do online. They hired a lab, an independent lab, to test for 70 different PFAS, poly, per and polyfluoral alkali substances, forever right. chemicals. They found 16 PFAS in the turf, so 16 out of the 70. The turf used in the stadium where recorded temps are regularly over 100 100 degrees in the summer and they're playing a lot of their games during that point 
could release chemical vapors that could be inhaled by the players. So it's not a huge jump to say that this is happening, especially in these hotter temperatures. So of course, the Phillies, the team, responded to the report saying several brain cancer experts have told the organization that there's no proven link. But the rate at which PFA levels were found in over 500 Philly players who played on the turf for years is three times higher than the average rate. Okay. So Wait. there is not a direct link. There, They have not been able to directly link it because there's okay. not a ton of research on PFAS, like I said, because they're so relatively new to being added to products. But I'm just saying get off the turf, stop replacing our living, breathing fields, our children's fields with turf, because yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Our high schoolers are playing on turf now. So stop doing that and it stop wiping your ass with PFAS, period. <laughs> oh, Replace there, it. You know, there are two things I truly don't understand about sports. One is that I don't understand how these rich business owners still get taxpayer dollars to help them build their stupid stadiums. I, I, I don't. I just I'll, I'll I'll forever not understand that one. But the second one is the turf. Like I don't, I just don't it get in general more. why you can't it's hire a, a landscaping crew to just like water the grass and keep it nice. I don't I don't, I don't get the turf. And yeah, because, I because it's also proven to cause more injuries. And, right. Right. Uh, yeah, all kinds of negative things associated with the turf. I anyway. And like in our town, it was this huge thing when we were in high school that our turf, our field was replaced. And it's like, okay, you're actively destroying a living piece of the earth and putting turf on it. And now, just now, we're realizing that having kids sliding all over this thing is actually really detrimental to their health. Our skin is super absorbent. So... If you think that the right. chemicals that you're sliding all over, there's chemicals coming out of it, it's not affecting you. It most certainly is. And right. they're seeing it with people that are on these turfs day after day after day, long-term exposure. So anyways, had to follow up on that. This is a new headline. And I think that we're just going to see more and more and more of these studies coming out. And I think everyone needs to be very careful about what you're using, you know, it's cool to have nonstick pans, but like at what cost? And, you know, there mm -hmm. are other alternatives out there. You just have to do a little bit of searching and a little bit of research. Yeah, just clean the stuff that sticks to your pan off. After I'll, you I'll get off it. my soapbox now. No, this is your, this, you're entitled to the soapbox. You're the exhaustingest queen. That's fine. Yeah. So, Keep going. Okay. what else? Next, next headline is, or this is my take, Mammoth Retailer Encourages Overconsumption by Allowing Drive-Up Returns. I don't get this one. Yeah, Target, can you explain this? seriously? So yeah. Target is, <laughs> Target is allowing returns to, wow. you know how during the pandemic, a lot of businesses have the drive-up little sure. lanes to pick up. I love it. Now yeah. they're allowing Holy returns, but that it. means that they have to send out an employee to mm. do the, cause like you can pick up and it's already bagged and they just bring it out to you. But now there's like an exchange of goods or, mm -hmm. you know, so the headline is that employees, <laughs> target employees say they are overworked and dreading the arrival of drive up returns. Somebody oh, is I going bet. to get hurt or killed doing Wait. this. But oh. but they're already doing drive up. Why, why is it bad? It's different. Why, like, yeah, tell me why it's different than than because I I have I've actually used the I I love the very 
rare times that I have to go to the mall. Uh-huh. I, I, I hate yeah, going to the mall. Yeah, but that's way different. I like they, pulling they, like, up and having them come out. They do everything in the store. They bag all the things. They know what's happening. They just okay. give you the thing, sure. right? They and it's give over. it to you. Easy transaction. When do they it's go over. out there for a return? They have no idea. Like you know, supposedly right. this is what the customer is saying they're returning. They don't know I what see. they're gonna get. They're right. arguing. Yes, that's I part it. of it. They're okay. arguing that it's susceptible to to scams, and also that they just simply don't have enough staff to be sending. Oh. Like, right. think about the timing of this. Like. They just don't have enough staff to be sending people out and dealing with all the BS that people are going to try to get away with returning. And See, this like, would have been a dream job for me when I was a teenager because I would have very – because to go outside, I would have been – I would have very – most of my jobs, I, I worked in restaurants typically. Just the idea that you could go outside and kind of very slowly walk to the car. <laughs> that's what I would have done. Not when well, five people are waiting. My per- yeah, true. And my perspective too is that like, don't you think this promotes laziness and like yes. the sense of like urgency culture that we have? That we have like our time is so important and mindless overconsumption. Like yeah. if we're able to just <laughs> return things with no consequence and someone comes out and waits on us as, as we return shit that we bought yeah. that we didn't need in the first place, like Target is one of those places that people I- go. And I get got two like comments. swept two, up, and two they're comments, like, Jesse. "Target." First of all, I don't. I've never understood the. I'm sure you guys have the same down in Connecticut. You know, like your local Dunkin', where the line is like 25 cars deep. How come people don't just <laughs> pull up and walk in and get the? I don't get that. Like, why don't they just get yeah, out of line and go crazy. grab their coffee? The second thing is, and I I wonder how you feel about this, Jesse. Doesn't this actually? By showing up to the store with a return, but doing it from your car, isn't this better for the consumer? Because then they're not, they don't have to go into the store and they might not be drawn to buying more shit, right? Like, right. You want the foot traffic. I, right. Like, I don't get why Target wouldn't want to pull them inside to buy well, more stuff. I think people are shopping Target online now. Okay. Because like, they also make it really easy to like... Right throw stuff in your cart and pick it up. Sure. So, I mean, who's to say they're not doing that and then also being like, oh, this didn't work. Well, because at least if you're in the store, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think that going in the store actually, I mean, at least you're not, because sometimes when you shop online, you're like, oh, I'll buy two sizes because I don't know what it's going to be and I'll just oh, return I, it. I, but not if you're me. in the store. I'm, I'm not I mean, that terrible yeah, person. How not me either. I'm just channeling sure. normal uh-huh. like, you just made consumers. That up in, you just made that up out of thin air. No, but I'm, I mean, I don't buy clothes at Target. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> no, it's not. The, How dare I you? I don't like their labor policies. Anyways, All right. so I hear you. I'm just saying like maybe they're just over consuming because they know that they could do the return and the return super easy now someone can come sure. wait on them whatever i'm uh, exhausted by it i don't what like else? it Blah. what else are you exhausted by <laughs> okay as if social media hasn't isolated us enough mm-hmm. now an ai trained avatar can date for you oh my god wait what you yeah i don't know what you're okay. talking about okay so there's a semi-new dating app on the scene. Mm-hmm. We, I didn't know about it. Curious if either of you have heard of it, but probably not because well, it's for yeah. Gen Zers. It's called Snack. 
Never. First of all, <laughs> That's hate the name of that. <laughs> That's very <laughs> gentle. Yeah. Okay, so Snack he's, is one of these snack, yeah. newer snack. dating apps re- released in 2021. Mm-hmm. And Snack is jumping on the AI bandwagon and allowing okay. users to create AI-trained avatars of themselves. Huh. And th- this avatar will go out into Snack's virtual dating world to chat with other users. And then if your avatar thinks it could be a match, oh making God, this decision stop. for you, it comes back and reports to you so that you can decide to start real human-to-human <laughs> okay, but, conversation. But how is this different than just matching up your likes and dislikes? Is it just like a cutesy way of doing that? I don't know. I The fact that you could train an avatar and think that it's going to be an actual yeah. representation of you and also bypass. So here's my take on this. Sure. Connection is essential for human beings. Essential. There have been tons of studies recently, mm-hmm. especially after the pandemic, showing that social connection is gr- a greater, a lack of social connection is a greater detriment to health and obesity, smoking, high blood pressure, et cetera. You so then why am I have... stuck out here in this this office in my backyard? <laughs> well, you're an introvert. You might need a little less than most I people. I used to like going into the office, actually. You're going to you're gonna see, you'll see when you come visit us for two days, you're going to be like, I need to do this more often. I yeah, love I'm this. Not, I'm not going to. But also, to here's my yeah. other take. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability is essential too. Like having to put yourself out there and initiate dating and go on a first date like Mm -hmm. this is important like read some Brene Brown and you'll know how important (laughs) vulnerability is to your development in fact Brene if you're listening please go to snack and work with these founders (laughs) and fix this that's my that's my call Jesse let me ask you have you ever did you ever use dating apps no i okay so you're not even the right customer in general i have and (laughs) this is just to like weed the the duds right like this is what this is supposed to do weed the duds weed the duds really yeah i'm imagining duds from what's on their profile but ari what if you are a dud what if you because i imagine that 90 percent of the people are a dud so don't aren't they allowed to date each other how yeah, are but your avatars? How do you trust your avatar? Like, I just don't even I get it. I find this just really interesting. Have because a FaceTime you are... convo with them and Ugh. weed them out. Ugh. People have those. During the pandemic, I, I people were having FaceTime, I know. like first date FaceTimes, and then you go outside somewhere and you date. Cool. But that's this is great. a way to automate that, right? Like, this is how my interest. This is really you can't automate. You can't automate social interaction. This is so crazy to me. Do you get to do you get to see the, that interaction? Do they send you the video it, of that well, AI I don't, interaction? I don't know how it works, but it says they go out. You train them. They go out and so they like two avatars report go back out. to you. <laughs> two avatars. Again, avatars are going into this virtual reality. God knows what they're having some exchange, and then right. they're reporting back to you. Oh, I think this is a match based on how you trained me. I love it's worth, this. It's worth your time. But Ari, guess what? Ari. I love. Guess this. what? Just friggin' try it. Our time is not that freaking valuable. Jesus. Dude, that's what Jessie says because she's never tried dating apps. Like, okay, you can I go went on, on I went on OkCupid when it was like a thing, like back in college. But I was in college. I was meeting people organically, whatever. Right, exactly. Jessie's Jessie, Jessie, so charismatic that she doesn't need I went on. I went on a couple dates based on it. And guess what? They were a little weird and a little uncomfortable, but I learned about I learned more about myself and what I did and didn't want, and that yeah. was important. 
No offense to college students, but to use a dating app at college, I mean, you can't you can't meet people. It was at, at the college? very end. We were feeling sad about graduating. <laughs> I don't know. Don't yeah. ask. But anyways, okay. I don't think we can I don't agree think Ari's going to vote for this one. Ari, right, you want to start to vote because I don't think you. I yeah, think you like I'll this agree. one. Yeah. I like this one. I don't know why. Yeah. I think people spend a lot of time going on really bad first dates and having those, you know connection facetimes and people get frustrated and you know but why let's try this out why not why should they be going on a lot of bad first dates if they're if they're picking people from like their context like from like that they you know that they know have similar yeah, interests yeah, or yeah, yeah. i don't understand i think Just so there's because different they're layers, dating right? random like, people no like on paper you look a certain way and i'm oh, sure see, some duds will go people through lie. your avatar mm-hmm. and people right? lie and people will like will train your their avatars falsely too, and they'll get through. But right, I think I think this is interesting. Anyway, uh, what's your vote? What are you exhausted by? I am so exhausted by drive up returns. What? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, that really bothers me. That's it's really so annoying. bizarre. Not right. PFAs that are giving people brain cancer. Oh, Jesse, I'm gonna help you out. I that's what I'm exhausted by. I'm I'm this the uh, this whole uh, yeah. I, and the I'm, FDA is just not I, protecting us. I can't from even this. talk about this because this this whole cancer cult the, the not cancel culture the cancer <laughs> culture that's the only important one is the cancer culture because the cancel culture does not exist. But this whole cancer culture created from things like this and the additives in our food. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm exhausted by it. It's terrible. It's horrible. That's my vote. So my husband's employer is a jet engine manufacturer, Uh and he's been doing he's been involved with uh, testing recently. Mm -hmm. And people whose full time job is to like set up the engines for tests and stuff like people who are very close to the engines running. Yeah. um, Five of them have died from the same cancer. Oh, Pancreatic Are you cancer. supposed to be talking about this on the air? I don't know. I okay. didn't say where he worked. She doesn't That's have true. an NDA. He works at the at the public library <laughs> in Springfield, Massachusetts. And uh, when he told me that, I was like, well, is the company doing anything to like test anything? Uh-oh. And yeah. I guess they're not. You better lock your doors tonight. Uh, Matt's vote is, you'll be happy to hear, Jesse, is uh, the social media, the Thanks, snack. Matt. Snack. So AI Matt trained. would say that this is right. Ari, we're right. You're wrong. Matt says that this is more exhausting. The f- uh, oh, he says what is more exhausting is that the founder is a woman, and it feels like she's tech broing out to compete. That's his. No, that's this is why she created it because she's sick of sifting through the duds. Jesse, this break the tie. What? What? We have a three-way tie. I'm what is the most d- exhausting I'm doing, of the week? I gotta go pifas on this guy. Oh, pifas. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Check right. your toilet papers. So before we get out of here, let me sum up. The most exhausting story is the all the, the plastics, all the chemicals. Assoyos of the week, Stefano Piscina over at Walgreens taking away women's abortion pills. Goodliest of the week, the government of Portugal firing the CEO of Tap Air for a legal severance handout. And the story of the week, all the data coming out of International Women's Day that no one really seems to pay attention to, unfortunately. I don't know why you wouldn't pay attention to that stuff. Before we get out of here... Does anybody have any winners of the week? Oh, this week, man. I don't have any Jesse? winners. Jesse? Me, because I'm engaged. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I win. Damien doesn't 
doesn't care for this. No, I do I care do, about this. But the odd thing is that I already knew like a month ago <laughs> she was getting married. So when she told me this week that she was engaged, I was really confused, quite honestly. So You've been calling Rob my husband for like months. So that's but, why you're but, confused. But I also was sort of, in, we've been talking about your wedding plan. Yeah, I like, know. We, we've been discussing we were getting it. married, but it's still fun and exciting to be surprised with a proposal. Right, but I don't understand how you were planning a wedding before the proposal. How were you planning a wedding before the proposal? Because we were designing the ring, so the ring took a little time to be made. Okay, whatever. I don't understand. Uh, And we had the trip planned. The trip already existed. Uh, Matt's winner of the week is CEO Boeing, Dave Calhoun, who we reported is getting a raise despite completely missing Uh, out on his annual bonus. He can be completely Uh, mediocre and get a raise. Cool, Dave. Cool. My winner of the week is... I say with a question mark because I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm saying maybe it's CVS. I'm like waiting to see what Huge happens. Huge opportunity here for CVS. And that gets us to our predictions. My prediction is that I'm hoping I, I, this is like a hopeful prediction. Usually I don't do these is that CVS CEO Karen Lynch says something or does something like in the right direction <laughs> here. I, according to our data, despite the fact that, uh, Karen Lynch is the CEO at CVS. The bo- overall influence at the board there is still only 33% female, but this is better than Walgreens where it's not controlled by a single man. So there's some hope over there at CVS. Also, I wanted to point out that she's a trustee at the Bushnell Center for the Performing Arts in Hartford. That's where you what? people live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, maybe Ari you and I two went can, there a few weeks ago. Yeah, maybe you can go back and find her and tell her to do the right thing. Yeah. All well, right, that's my prediction. I will read Matt's prediction. Uh, it says, in 2027, when Dave Calhoun turns 70, <laughs> Boeing will vote to make the mandatory minimum retirement age for CEOs 120 years old. <laughs> And give Calhoun a seventy-two billion dollar retention bonus, so that he'll stay on the CEO after he's dead. I like that. Boeing's boardroom effectively becomes a sequel to Weekend at Bernie's. That's Matt's prediction. Uh, Jesse, talk about zombie my, pr- my prediction is that Mackenzie Scott's going to swoop in and save save East Palestine because obviously Norfolk Southern is not going to. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yet again, a woman saving the day. I predict that Target will roll out this drive-up return stuff and cancel it after it's a total disaster. Before we get out of here, if you haven't listened to the Tuesday show, the the Business Pants Corporate Theater, they do a they actually cover Target Corporation. They have a a pretty ridiculous sketch about the gift card scams going over there at Target, <laughs> featuring a a really funny phone call between the Target CEO and his mother. So if you haven't checked that out, download Tuesday's episode. That's it. That's the show. Anyone else? Have anything they want to say? Nope. Uh, someone say goodbye for us because I hate saying goodbye. Someone take it over for me. Come on. Justin. Bye. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. We'll this see you was Business Fans Friday wrap up. That was Jesse the Money Whisperer, <laughs> David Rollis, and oh, me, Ari the Data Queen. Oh, and Matt through through yeah, voice Matt. through voice drop. Bye, everybody. Bye.